everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to another episode of In the Moment, The Chronicles of JC. I'm your host, JC, and you're about to enter a world that most guys only dream about. But for me, it's just been the life I live. So let's get to it. This story takes place back in the early wild, wild west days of online dating. Back when, unlike today, none of the dating sites attempted or even cared to do any form of verification or background checks on all the desperate singles trolling their websites. A guy can end up meeting a perfectly nice woman that could blossom into a beautiful, long-lasting relationship. Or he can end up with a woman that lures him back to a hotel room where three or four guys are waiting for him to rob him, then beat him up until he's knocked out unconscious. Unfortunately, that actually happened to a friend of mine. In any case, the point I'm trying to make is that online dating then and still now is the luck of the draw. At this time in my life, I was going through what I call the cougar period, when I thought being with an older, more sexually experienced woman would in turn make me a better lover. This was back when I actually gave a shit about making sure my partner was pleased with my sexual performance. Now, if a woman tells me after having sex that it was the best or worst sex she's ever had, I feel exactly the same as I'm getting dressed thinking about what I'm going to eat when I get home or what TV show I'm going to watch. Nowadays, there's no such thing as good or bad sex. It's all just sex. Now, getting back to this story, as I sat across from Lisa in a crowded hotel lobby bar as she regaled me with her traveling tales of being a corporate executive, I started to notice how well put together this woman was. Her hair and makeup was flawless. Symmetrically, she had a perfect camera-ready smile. Her black cocktail dress she had on let you know that there was one hell of a body underneath, but still left a little mystery to it, which I love. Unlike today's women that put almost every inch of their body on display for the world to see. Lisa was smart, classy, and beautiful in the traditional sense. She reminded me of Sharon Stone in the movie Basic Instinct. So then I couldn't help but to think, what the hell is she doing here with me? I was much younger at the time, only a few years out of college and still pretty clueless about what I wanted to do with my life. I was constantly having to lie about where I worked, especially when I was with older women like Lisa that had a clear, obtainable career path in their mind. But one thing I really liked about Lisa was that, though she seemed pretty sure of herself about what she wanted out of life, I think she sensed that I didn't yet and never asked too many questions about what I did for a living or wanted to do. Because when it came up and I get some vague, rambling answer, her attention would literally drift down to my pants like she had x-ray vision and could see my cock right through them. I was in the middle of lying to her about going back to school for an MBA when her attention drifted down to my cock once again. I pretended like I had an itch down there and scratched at my balls for a brief second. Her eyes lit up. She looked, she looked up at me. I looked around the bar. Nobody was looking her way. I took her hand and placed it right on my cock. A smile slowly formed on her face. Go ahead, have a little fun with it, I said. She then looked around the bar as she started massaging it. I was starting to get pretty hard. Like you've heard me say before, I don't like wasting a good heart on it. So I leaned in and said, come on, let's get out of here. Okay, but I need to make a quick call first, she said. She went into the lobby to use the phone. I could still see her from the bar and saw that she was on the phone for just a few seconds before coming back and saying she already had a room booked for us at the hotel. That was pretty presumptuous of you to think our first date would end in a hotel room, I said. When I saw your picture online, I just knew how a date with you would end. Women like myself are never wrong about these things, she said. Well, I guess you were right. Let's roll. When we got back to her hotel room, there were things about her room that didn't seem right at the time. For instance, most of the lights in the room, including the bathroom lights, were still on. The TV was on with the volume turned up kind of loud, 
and it was a little steamy in the room like someone just got finished taking a shower. But as I was about to point out those things, the tip of my cock had just hit the back of her throat as she was undertaking in one hell of a deep throat. So at that point, all logical and analytical thoughts went to the back of my mind. As thoughts of baseball, golf, and even my grandma's funeral took center stage so I could at least make it past the blowjob before coming. Because this woman clearly had a lot of practice with her technique over the years. About 10 minutes into it, we were going at it pretty hard with Lisa on top riding me like a bull. I was a few minutes away from coming when I thought I heard someone <coughs> sneeze. I grabbed the remote for the TV and turned the volume down. Did you hear that, I asked? Hear what, she said. It sounded like someone just sneezed. Maybe it came from the other room. These hotels have thin walls. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. I was still looking over the room, but then Lisa got back in her cowgirl rhythm, and my thoughts went back to baseball, golf, and grandma's funeral again. I finally ended up coming and was just lying next to Lisa on the bed, catching my breath, looking to the ceiling, when I heard the sneeze again. At that moment, I was 100% sure we were not alone in that room. Now I know you heard that, I said to her. I still think it's coming from next door, she responded. I stood up and looked around the room. There was only so many places one could hide. I looked under the bed. Nothing. I looked in the bathroom. Nothing. Lisa the whole time was telling me I was acting crazy and was trying to get me to come back to bed for another round of sex. Finally, I was just about to accept maybe it was coming from the room next to us. But then I noticed there was one place I didn't check yet. A closet. I opened a sliding door and there stood a fully naked guy with his hands up begging me not to hurt him. What the fuck are you doing here, you fucking pervert, I said to him, right before I slapped him upside his head, then dragged him outside the closet. I'm sorry, man. That's my wife who just got done fucking. I like to watch her having sex with other men. It's kind of our thing. I looked back to Lisa. She couldn't even look me in the eye. Is this your fucking husband? Yes, she said, not looking at me directly. This is fucking creepy. I'm out of here. I quickly started getting dressed. Damn it, Greg. I told you we shouldn't have done this with you having a cold, Lisa said to him. I'm sorry. I thought the TV would drown out the sound, he said. As I was moments away from leaving, Greg, still naked, went back over to the closet and pulled his wallet out from a jacket and apologized to me for everything and handed me 500 bucks to not tell anyone what happened that night. I took the money because this was back not too long after I graduated from college, as you know, and I was still pretty broke at the time. As I was leaving, it seemed like they were getting into an argument with Lisa State and she was tired of doing this only to satisfy his sick sexual desire. Out of curiosity, I later went online to look up to see if there are a lot of couples like Greg and Lisa that partake in such behavior. Come to find out, there are thousands, maybe even millions of couples like them. Hell, there's even a category of voyeuristic porn called, I think it's pronounced cuckold, which is essentially defined as a man who finds arousement in watching his wife or girlfriend have sex with another man. So, to all my listeners, be careful out there when you're dealing with strangers. Because while researching cuckolding, I came across some deviant sexual shit that people are into that I care not to even mention or even think about again. I mean, damn, why does sex have to get so weird? Well, that concludes this episode of In The Moment, The Chronicles of JC. If you want to know when new shows are uploaded or any updates on the show, you can go to the show's Twitter handle at the JC Chronicles, And you can email me at thejcchronicles at gmail.com. And remember, always live in the moment. <laughs>